you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of, what is it Jenny? It's Fingers on Buzzers. That was very well held. Just hoping that you were going to turn blue but you didn't at all did you <laughs> now i wanted to wanted it to feel like you were getting further and further away from me <laughs> running in terror from the sound of my voice from so that was that was that sound running effect. in terror from our guest tonight uh, <laughs> 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 who is i mean he's grown a beard and he looks like some kind of viking warrior um it, we are delighted to welcome uh i mean a dear friend of our producer, Amanda, and any friend of Amanda is a friend of ours, obviously. He is also a brilliant comedian and broadcaster, and you will know him from your television, from the BBC's award-winning MASH report. Uh, it is the one and only Mr. Steve and Alan. Oh, hello. Woo! I feel legally obliged to say award-nominated. Uh, I don't think we ever win anything. Oh. But, uh, oh, you know, it's, it's not about the winning, which is what you don't say on a podcast about quiz shows. <laughs> yeah, we're only about winning. Are you a competitive person generally, Steve? Not at all, actually. Um, the, the total opposite. Sorry to, to totally you know, kill the fox before we start, but I went to one of those weird schools where it was there were no competitive sports. We called our teachers by their first names. And as a result, I have no compulsion to try and beat other people. It just seems like a lot of effort. 
Wow. Yeah, which is why I'm a failure at life, and I blame the school that I went to. But you know, I'd love to hear more. I, I've always been intrigued by how people turn out when they go to the schools, like the just cool groovy schools with you know no rules. But yeah. you see, you're a credit to them. Well, bless you for saying it like that. I don't think I am. I think if I had some proper uh, schooling, I might have achieved more in life. But somehow I got lucky, and I almost sound like I uh, could be competitive. A lot of people think I should be the kind of person who's into football. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a bloke who no longer grows hair out of his head successfully. We're the footballer types. But I'm not. I'm just, you know, I'm all cuddles. But I don't let people know that. So that's all right. Oh, well, I mean, we're very happy with cuddles. We love quizzing. We also love cuddles. You wouldn't ever go to a pub quiz. You've got no interest in any of that business. I, I do, but without without a shred of me wanting to win. Uh, although recently there's a pub just down the road. We When we used to be allowed out, we went there. One week we did come third out of five groups. So the following week we went, we made our team name. Last week we came third and we came second. So when they read out the results, it really showed improvement. And I think that's, you're really competing against yourself. So I feel like I, we improved our PB. I think, I think that is a perfectly legitimate way to, to look at your quizzing endeavours. Yeah. Is to, every week, just do a little bit better against yourself. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I mean, if there were more groups in that pub, we would have come lower down the list than third. It's not about that. Let's not bring maths and sense into this. It's just about feeling good at the end of the day. <laughs> but what would be your... Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have liked the weakest link sort no. of quizzing. That's, been... that's vicious. I'd have been off first. Every kind of man like, for himself. Get a nice sit down. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> they were always funny when they did the weakest link comedian specials because, you know, comedians are competitive in terms of gags, but many of them don't really care about winning. And Anne Robinson got, I think, yeah, Chris Ramsey, she got particularly annoyed with him because all he cared about was getting a laugh and he couldn't give us stuff. And I must admit, it annoyed me as well because, you know, what I'm like, Jen. <laughs> yes, the quiz the quiz would have taken uppermost mm. in your mind at, at any moment. The gag or the, or the correct answer, I know which would, you would yeah. choose. I mean, I probably didn't have a gag, in fairness. I was probably struggling for a gag, but... You were in, you were in the that quiz was. zone. If you're in the quiz yeah. zone, you're not in the comedy zone. Um, and so, Steve, what would be, if you had to pick a specialist subject or an area of expertise, if we were going to have you on our pub quiz team, uh, what would you be strong on? I mean, again, other than being able to carry the drinks back from the bar, I'm not that useful on a pub quiz team. Um, I mean, like science, science chemistry, whenever... Because the standard is like, what's the chemical symbol for? I'm pretty good on those. And that is it. So if you had with you a periodic table, I am suddenly out of the game. Um, I'm so easily replaced. I'm pretty hot on chemistry. No, well, that's good to know. And that's that's good. That's valuable to know as well. Because uh, I wouldn't say that chemistry is a strong subject of mine. So yeah. it's all about filling in the gaps with a pub quiz. Team. OK, but it does mean if I'm on a pub quiz, um, because people look at me and think football, whenever sport is a topic, I, I just a little bit inside me dies. And there are way more sports questions than there are chemistry questions. That's just life. Sadly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They... It's true. It's, it's as if one is more important than the yeah. other <laughs> to create the building blocks of life. <laughs> Exactly. And, uh, and and not just entertain us. Yeah. They should hey, stick we'll, chemistry yeah. on after the after the news. They should have a little chemistry report every day. I'd, I'd watch. <laughs> I feel like I'm being patronised in podcast form, but I still don't mind it. That's what I <laughs> well, you see, we do think that you have a great area of expertise because you are a brilliant topical comic. 
And obviously, in quizzes, quite a lot of the time, you turn up and they do a round which is in the news or, you know, uh, famous people, notable faces, all that sort of thing. So that's the area we thought we'd concentrate on with you. So just to double back, no chemistry questions. We have Thanks. not prepared, unless Jenny's got any. Well, has sleep. have there been any changes in chemistry in the last three months? <laughs> oh, in the last three months. Any any big chemistry news that we should know about? Not really. No, everyone's no focused. no additions to the periodic table. Not over the last three months, I think. Although there've been about six elements added since I did it at university. Which that if you want to if you want to feel old, see how old you are in comparison to how many periodic elements you know. And they just keep adding them. I don't know why. I'm, I'm now that fuddy-duddy of like, we had 103 in my day and that's all you bloody need. Well, then they, they kind of discovered them, but not quite. So they didn't quite know what they were. And they called them like unonoctium, which is 118, 108 or something like that. Oh, yeah, 118 Yeah. And they, they've given those names. So I need to learn those ones. And I don't really know I mean, what they, they are. They're all named after... So, yeah, they're all named after scientists. But it's pointless to name them because end. they're so big that we knew that they'd exist quantum mechanically. You can fill the orbitals, but they they uh, break down nuclear uh, fission straight away so so quickly that they would have broken down before you could say the name of them. It's like wow. millionths of seconds that these things exist for. The name lasts longer than the element. Jog on, <laughs> mate. In my opinion. <laughs> Brilliant! Don't bother naming them. <laughs> Have a sit down and don't be competitive. I think that's still the there take Well, it's like, do you know, funnily enough, today we rescued a, a squirrel, a baby squirrel that had been abandoned. And, um, uh, and the children wanted to give it a name. And my husband was like, don't bother naming it because it won't last. <laughs> That's a life lesson, right? There, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. yeah, No point. Just... That's homeschooling at its <laughs> finest. <laughs> I mean, he was right, but, uh, but anyway. Well, that's good, good chemistry knowledge. Do you know, wasn't there a question? I can't remember which show it was on, but um, recently there was a really good question about, uh, I'm not going to do it justice now, how many elements there are which are named after one village? Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have known that. that. That's just, my chemistry knowledge is good, but my geography is piss poor. Ah, it's, the, it's where chemistry uh, and geography meet. It's the it's a village in Sweden, <laughs> isn't it? Itterby or something? Itterby, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, because it's Itterbium and Terbium, and there's another one that's named after it. But there's, there's also a, a chemical element named after somewhere in Scotland. Nice. Ooh, strontium. strontium. Oh, yeah. yes. That's yeah. a good, hey, that's, that's in your toothpaste, in your... Uh, the ones that stop you feeling pain, they put some strontium in that. Oh, yeah. do they? Oh, nice. And the um, uh, Californium and... Cause Where's that named after? Berkelium, after Berkeley in California as well, the university. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a few There's a few knocking about. So, I mean, that could be a, a whole travelogue documentary series <gasps> going to the places where... Oh, it... Yeah. Let's, let's pitch that, Steve come on. Steve and Alan. One we can get on planes Steve again. Steve and Alan, Alan in his element... Oh, that's good. Right, writing that down. That is a good title. There you right, go. You can have that. I'm writing the treatment as we speak. <laughs> well, you know, because we've got a lot more out of chemistry than we would ever have imagined. I wish we had decided to concentrate on chemistry, to be honest. See? Next time mm. round. Yeah. But we'd People not. People diss it. People diss it. It's the best science. <laughs> it is. You've proved it. So we have instead decided to concentrate on matters topical with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... Quizzing and comedy both sort of encourage you to study recent events, don't they? Because I suppose yeah. with comedy, it's a rich source of ever-changing inspiration. 
Yeah, I, I've also, I think I learned early on, it's more interesting to people than I am. Like, <laughs> as a comedian, you either joke about yourself a lot or you talk about the news. Mm -hmm. And I knew what people wanted. <laughs> no one wanted an update on this. So, yeah, I think that st steered me towards the topic. Yeah, because if you're a comedian who minds your own life, then you do eventually run out of anecdotes and you have to start having an interesting life, which is deadly, really. You have to start getting divorced and, you know, doing things that people want to hear about. Yeah, and it must be heartbreaking. Thankfully, I've never been through it. But there must be a moment where something bad happens to you and the, the thing goes off in your head thinking, oh, there's a show in this. Mm. At least I've never been that bereft of humanity that I view things entirely as, oh, I could write jokes about this misery that's happening. <laughs> Yeah, I think you you sound like my dear colleague Paul Sinha in reverse there because every time something happens, yeah, he's uh, he's written an entire show about Parkinson's. So, got that to look forward to next summer in Edinburgh. Hopefully, we can go. Of course, hope yeah. we're allowed. Oh, what a terrible time to write a great show after based on misery, yeah. and no one gets to see it because more misery. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone's miserable. Yeah, yeah, but we need misery next year. Let's let's roll it over. It'll be polished by then. It'll be refined misery. Well, will it have changed hope... people's um, tolerance? Like, you'll, people will be doing misery shows, and everyone will be like, "That's nothing. We couldn't go out for ages. Most of our old relatives died." <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I th Paul's shows actually—they uh, take some really dark topics, and you actually come out feeling really joyful because he manages to tie it up in that bow at the end. That's actually really optimistic. So he did a show about, you know, his first real. Um, romantic long-term relationship breaking down and still you came out at the end and were like yes Paul go yeah. on mate he should, an absolute star he should have been doing the daily yeah. briefings we could have done with that yeah a bit of, yeah, a bit of uplift. <laughs> cheering everyone up a bit yeah yeah just it, it doesn't matter how much misery there is through the briefing just leave it on a nice note yeah. at the end yeah do do a number yeah. End on a song. <laughs> Top hat. Yeah. Top hat. I did really Loves enjoy my favourite thing of all of it was on Twitter, whoever it was who was doing closing credits for the daily briefing. Did you see those? <laughs> they were like properly genius, like 80s sitcom style. And anyway, if. if... The 18 one was great. The Magnum. Oh, yes. Beautiful. If the listeners haven't seen those, then do look them up because uh, they will brighten your day still, even. Though the the briefings did they still do them at all or have they just gone? Yeah, they've stopped now. And, and unless we have something really horrible, uh, we don't get we don't get the actual daily briefings. But if you're interested, every day they do still release the graphs that were always the same. Okay. So you can get the latest <laughs> yeah. updates on that. On the, on the non yeah non moving graph. <laughs> uh, Sturgeon's still going out every day though. Good for her. Yeah. She's 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 keeping consistent because I think actually what you don't want is suddenly now briefing again you know something horrible has happened keep it going at a nice steady level of daily misery mini misery like immunize yourself to it really sturgeon Lulla's in, yeah. sturgeon's done better than joe wicks then because he's cut down to three times a week yeah 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 <gasps> i know well she could do she should just start doing a workout as well and then we'd all defect completely from uh <laughs> from there would be a stampede <laughs> across the border. So now we we do have some topical questions to ask you, right. Steve mm -hmm. and Alan. Um, do you want to start, Jim? Go on, I'll start. I, I think these should be meat and drink mm -hmm. to you. I would hope so. Although well, this one should be. Who did Rishi Sunak replace as Chancellor of the Exchequer? And it's not multiple choice. 
just no. checking. Just, um, <laughs> no, this one I do know uh, because uh, the part of my life as a broadcaster, I'm sure I've managed to say his name wrong so many times just because you, you put the J in the wrong place or whatever. Sajid Javid. That is correct and very well pronounced as I well. Slowed you, down you, for you, it. you nailed it yeah. that time. <laughs> just enjoy saying it as well. Cause it's, it's, it's a double J name. So yeah. I think you may need to make the most of those J's in there. Sajid Javid. Yeah, and I think it's one of those as soon as you've learned it. Bit, bit of a tongue twister, and then you can use it as a warm-up before you go and broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sajid Javid, Sajid Javid, Sajid Javid. Yeah, it's actually very yeah. good. Sajid Javid, Sajid Javid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, move, move, move all those muscles <laughs> around the mouth. Um, and I, I do want, before we move on from that, I do want to say, as much as I might not get his name right, I think he is, is great as a bald politician. Um because the ball, as a member of the ball community, you know, I, I like I like what he was doing. I like, wish he would have, because he was running to be prime minister, and he would have mm. been our first ball prime minister since Churchill. Just saying mm. that during mm. that period, there have been two female prime ministers. So where's the real prejudice in society? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I convinced anyone with that? <laughs> yeah, hairy nice. hairy privilege is real. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, Maybe they need to do it more like Russia, where it is alternating hairy on hairy. Yeah. That's the way they've, they've done it fair. for many years. Yeah. Hairy, bald, hairy, bald, hairy, bald, and now just Putin forever. Hairy, bald, hairy, bald is also another good warm-up as an actor. <laughs> um, Javid, hairy, bald. <laughs> hairy, bald, Sajid Javid. Hairy, bald, Sajid Javid. Hairy, bald, Sajid Javid. How fast can you go with that? That would go horribly wrong. <laughs> Oh, I'm enjoying that a lot. <laughs> oh, how marvellous. Anyway, we're doing yeah, a quiz. Come on, Lucy. You can do this. Um, let's see how we pronounce this one. Who performed in the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show? Oh, thank you. so a sports question. Thank mm. you. Um, well, uh, it's the well, entertainment end, isn't it? Uh, but it's surrounded by enough sport as to make it hard for me to get to it do you know what i mean okay it's yeah. a, it, if you tie if you time it right you can you can just tune in at the right time there's yeah, um the time beyonce did it i fell asleep for almost the first half i guess <laughs> two quarters and woke up just as she started nice. and then fell straight back to sleep nice. afterwards it, I don't... there was the blackout that that year as well wasn't it the, the floodlights went oh. That was that was good fun. I don't take the risk because it's effectively a moat of sport <laughs> to protect the entertainment. Yeah. I'd, I'd end up watching some sport and just feeling sullied. But it is reported um, afterwards, so you may have yeah. kind of yeah. You will know. You will have absorbed it in some way. Oh, I wish I could remember who. It was I'd, two women. Into, two women. That narrows it down by half. That's a good step in the right direction. <laughs> it wasn't mm-hmm. the cheeky girls. Mm-hmm. They. It wasn't like a two women no. as an act. It was two. Individual performers. Oh my god! How many Super Bowls would they have to do, have to get through, to have to have the cheeky girls? <laughs> to be fair, I I saw them last year performing at um, a, a Pride event in Manchester, and those girls work hard on that yep. stage. I'll, I will give yep. them that. They, it was freezing cold because it was in Manchester, uh, and it was slightly rainy because it was Manchester, and um, they turned up. Uh, took these big furry coats off, bikinis, out on stage, out there for half an hour, nailing all the hits, including We Are The Cheeky Girls twice. Good for yeah. them. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they grafted. They grafted. They, they served the time, those last. When you say they did all their hits, was that actually just repeating <laughs> We Are The Cheeky Girls twice? What are the other... They, they, had, they had a few others, didn't they? Mostly had cheeky 
in the in the name. It's cheeky time, cheeky cheeky cheeky. That's it's that's you're thinking of oh, Chico. Yeah. <laughs> chirpy chirpy cheek cheek was that one? Um, yeah, yeah. The emotional ballad turn the other cheek. That's one really gets me <laughs> every time. Oh, it was still about them. their bum though. That's the weird thing. Yeah. yeah, still about those cheeks, I guess. Oh, hooray! It's a cheeky holiday, which was a cover to be fair, <laughs> but it was a reworking. Hooray! Hooray! It's a cheeky holiday. Ah, uh, nice. Anyway, I sort of feel like we've steered this slightly away from the yeah. original question, which was... I'm going to have a massive guess. Two, uh, two people who... There's one's, one is American and one is... Well, not, well, not, not North, North American. American. Exactly, that could be a big clue. It could be. You've narrowed down, I mean, it was one of them Shakira? Yes. Yes. I got that entirely from the... Uh, not North American, that's all I got that from. <laughs> and who else would sing with Shakira? It would be... Was Gaga uh, working around? Was she around? It wasn't Gaga. Not like fifty years old, about to turn fifty-one. Would you, you can't? You wouldn't countenance it. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. Um, I mean, Cher's sure, got to be older than that, but I wouldn't countenance much with with whatever, unless you chop her enough and count the rings. Um, <laughs> younger than Cher. <laughs> younger than Cher. Yeah, younger than Cher. <laughs> Play your American pop stars right. Younger than Cher. <laughs> yes. Younger than Cher. Older than Gaga. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Mariah Carey. Oh no! Younger no. than younger than Carey, younger than Carey. But you're in the right sort of. Go on, Lucy. Reveal okay, who it was. Okay, so the correct answer is uh, that it was Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Oh, Jennifer no Lopez. No way is J Lo that age. She's fifty, and actually, She's fi- fi- fifty-one in a couple. And Mariah's weeks. the same age, so uh, so there you go. Is she? Yeah. Wow, I see. They, they've got they've got some time machine shit going they on, sure haven't they? Have. Dorian Gray and all it's that. It's a good moisturiser that they don't tell us about. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's made from something evil. I'm sure it is. <laughs> to sell yeah. your soul to something. It's people. It's made from people who, to them, <laughs> yeah. are just disposable. It is silent green, is what they're putting on the face. Okay, another question from this year. There, there was an Oscars. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. There was, an Os- there was an Oscars. It feels like such a long time ago, but it was February, I think. Um, which film won Best Picture oh, at the Oscars? Man, I probably would have known this, but it seems like so long ago. Best Picture, um, uh, Parasite. It was, it was a trail... Yes, well done. I say it was a trail, trailblazing winner in that it was a foreign language. Oh, yeah, and Trump Victor. got upset, didn't he? Why can't you give the award to Gone I with the Wind again? I so upset <laughs> about everything. Yeah, Birth of a Nation. Yeah, <laughs> Remake that, he'll give they all the awards, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, your final question, and I will be astonished if you don't get this. <laughs> uh, which town was Dominic Cummings driving to to test his eyesight? Uh, oh, to test his eyesight. So the holiday was to Durham, but the, the trip to Barnard Castle mm. was to test his eyesight. It was indeed. Very good. But is that the name Pretty of a town? It's... If I'm getting the points, yep. I'm not going to... Yep. 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 It's the town and the tourist attraction located within. Yeah, yeah, because um, we went on a drive a few weeks after that and uh, we saw a sign that said Barnard Castle 13 miles and I thought, should we? Should... No, <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous. No, we're on the way home. You're not tempted to, on that sign underneath it, just put loads of random letters slowly getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> You should do. You got the time. Yeah, yeah. Not up to anything else. So. Well, do that. and do go back. It is absolutely gorgeous. So well done. I have to say that was you got Shakira. Um, so you got kind of three and a half. Really. I'd say I'd say four out of a possible five. Okay, uh, yeah, oh that's, yes, that's good. You're right. 
Yeah, let's let's say that four out of five sounds nice, doesn't it? Eighty percent. Uh, that's an, that's a that's yeah. that's a, that's a first class yeah. quiz result. Lovely. It's an A star at GCSE these days. Yeah, they they have numbers now, so it's oh, all. Oh yeah, it's, it's a nine. Good. I'm packing a nine. Little nine. Packing Little a nine, nine with your five. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So uh, let's let's maybe turn to you now. Stephen Allen, I believe you have some questions that you would like to pose to us. I do indeed. News may well be the theme here too. Uh, who goes for, who wants to go first? Shall I go uh, first? Uh, let's make it like pointless where the weaker player goes first, I would say. Oh, right. Um, <gasps> you're right. Now, but now you make, you've made me pick the weakest uh, and now I've got to feel bad. Yeah. Let's just go, Lucy, just because you're there and your screen's there. Um, so, question. Uh, the first UK daily newspaper was published in 1702. Mm. Ooh, what was it called? Oh, 1702. Um, it's probably not something that's around now. The Core Blimey Gazette. <laughs> that was the tabloid. Sure, that was the first tabloid. <laughs> yeah. um, no, the, Britain's first tabloid. Um, the answer was the, the Daily Courant. Ooh. So it comes from the French. Like a runner. Uh, yeah, yeah, from the French to yeah. run, I believe. Au courant. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Au courant, like courant affairs. Yeah. That was last week we did it all in French. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm late with my French pronunciation. <laughs> All right, Jenny, see if this one works for you. Um, Okay. What did Edgar Wallace become the first at doing at the 1923 Derby? So it was in 1923. um, He was the first journalist to win the Derby. If it's news related, I don't know. Edgar Wallace. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm stumped on this one. I mean, very close by saying journalist, you were heading in the right direction. He reported on the event for the BBC, thus becoming the first British radio <gasps> sports reporter. Ah. Oh, good old Edgar. Yeah, the, uh, that, that's, a, that's a quality. Alan Partridge, forerunner there, in many ways. Um, 
I don't know if he said anything sexist or racist, but certainly other sports reporters after him did. So I don't know if he set that trend. It was it was 1923. And it wouldn't have stood out, would it? <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty standard. Oh, and if right, you so... do get the chance, I've just Googled Edgar Wallace because there is a pub and uh, it's a fascinating Ooh. life story. So do look that up. Um, Lucy, what was launched on the 5th of February, 1989? Oh, right. It's not Channel 4 because that it was, I think that was like 82. Eight, maybe Channel 5. I'm going to say Channel 5. No. no. <laughs> That's a great voice in the back. No, <laughs> Jenny's letting it. Was it, was it? Can I have a go? Was it that newspaper? That oh, today was it again? the Today newspaper? Today was that it? Wasn't it? Today, that's a oh, great right. newspaper. Okay. They went it in and out. It's given it no a go. Even paid attention. Give it. Um, no, no more guesses. Eighty-nine, eighty-nine. Sky News. Oh, <gasps> Sky News. Oh, yes. nice work, Gem. Nice work. Um, and then that was that was about the time that um, the cable people came to Bolton and drilled up all the streets, and we we got cable TV for the first time. Our, our view to the outside world. We've never looked back. We, I think we were, I was in Mansfield in Nottinghamshire and we got those little dishes before the cables people turned up. The the Sky, no, the B, B Sky B. Dishes. Yeah, B Sky B. Yeah, B, BSB and then B was, Sky B yeah. then, yeah. What a mess. Um, right. The, <laughs> we didn't think the internet would be a thing. Uh, right, so next question, Jenny, I think this one's for you, isn't it? Um, in which year was the first radio news programme broadcast? It is multiple choice. I can give you okay. the options of A, 1920, B, 1928, or C, 1930. First radio news. There was, was, there was at one point, I feel like it was in the 20s, maybe it was in the 30s, <laughs> where they actually had to say, there is no news today, and played some music. Oh, <laughs> oh and then they played some bird song. Aww. Like, yeah, there's nothing to report today. No news. So fill in the next two God, minutes. That be with lovely. Whatever. I'll just press play on this, whatever oh. it was. Um, they do that when they launch a radio I'm... station. Uh, they play birdsong for a while, and it's always better than any radio these days. <laughs> just listening to a nice yeah. little birdsong. Yes, yes, yes. Except for Popmaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just birdsong. And every so often, some Popmaster question. That'd be great. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's all we possibly need. I'm going to go early. I'm going to go 1920. Spot on. Yep, 1920. It was um, in Michigan, Detroit, and the station was called 8MK. And I don't know why they didn't call it 1MK. They're making a rod for their own back, aren't they? <laughs> Start, yeah, starting yeah that's, that suggests there were another seven attempts. Just never plugged it into the right, right speaker. <laughs> Well, I, I have to say, Jen, you did very well there. But also, yeah, Steve, you are a natural quiz host. So, uh, you know, when, you, when you've done your chemistry travel programme, then we'll think yeah. about maybe some kind of quiz. We'll, we'll come back to you with a quiz format, ASAP. Yes, please and, and make it more about the pointless chat about what people did on their honeymoons rather than the actual questions. That's, <laughs> yes. I like the Bob Monkhouse era. Yeah. Yes, I like that yeah. as well. Oh, he was a house, no, he wasn't was, he? He was. Now, yeah. uh, we're going to move on to uh, a, a little bonus round that we're doing uh, this week. Before we bring in producer Amanda, uh, we're going to all give each other a who am I question. And then Amanda's going to come in and do one at the end. <clears throat> so... Shall I? I'll go first, shall I? I've got a who am I? In the, in the style of Henry It Kelly. is very much the going for gold, who am I round. So shall we do it? What I'm going to do is I'm going to start reading and then you guys put your hand up when you know who I'm talking about, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> who am I? 
I was born on the 18th of February 1946 in Solihull. Whilst at school I was a member of the Combined Cadet Force but had my hopes of a career in the Royal Air Force dashed when I failed an eye test. After briefly working as a hod carrier, I began my career in journalism with the Bromsgrove Messenger, then the South Wales Echo. It was in this time that I shared a house with Sue Lawley in Cardiff. Mm, hello. <laughs> Saucy. I presented the BBC News from 1973 to 2002 and have been host of Radio 4's The Moral oh, Maze. Hit there he is since 1990. Steve and Alan, you're in. Who is it? I think, I think it's Michael Burke. You are absolutely 100% right. Congratulations. See, sharing a house or living over the bush wow. with Sue? That's what I, I want to know. I think we all do, Jen. I think we all do. So uh... share, share housemates or living because together. Because if he's presenting them very, very if different he's presenting things. the moral maze when he's lived over the brush with Sue Lawley, then I mean, I think he needs to. I mean, we all would if oh, we're given the chance. In a heartbeat, mate. In a heartbeat. But yeah, there you go. It's that's not an ethical dilemma <laughs> on any level. So that's score one to Stephen Allen. Well done. Right, who wants to go next? I'll okay. go. I'll go. Who am I? I was born in the Royal Free Hospital, London, on the 2nd of September 1949 to Dominican-Bahan African-Caribbean parents. Wow, that is a mouthful. I was educated in London until the age of 13 at Our Lady's Convent Roman Catholic High School, Stamford Hill. I moved to Bermuda with my family for a while, returning at the age of 15 to London. I began working at the BBC in the 1970s as a production assistant in the Radio Talks and Documentaries Department. Later, oh, Lucy? Is it Moira Stewart? It is Moira Stewart. I didn't have to mention the adventure game. No. I mean... Let alone becoming the first African-Caribbean female newsreader on British mm -hmm. TV. What a trailblazer she is. Yes. I mean, I, I've just been doing some independent research on Moira Stewart. Um, <laughs> that's what you call just... it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parents and Lawley ever lived together, that would be my dream come true. Well, that's the, the, it's a I shame. Imagine. I'm happy for you that you got the point and everything, but if, if you wouldn't have answered the question then, maybe we would have found out who else was in this news <laughs> comedy house, this sitcom of newsreaders <laughs> who have to live together. Who was she in there with? It, this is another show that we need to write now. It's uh, BBC News House. Yeah, I mean, and finally it's been done, hasn't yeah. it? And, uh, what would you call it? Over to you. I think you'd mm. call it over to you, wouldn't you? Nice. Mm. Nice. I like it. Or anchor, co-anchor. Anyway, look, look. We'll we'll work on this, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh... <laughs> it's and definitely it's going to be a period. Piece oh, definitely, because well. it's a swinging, swinging sixties, probably, isn't it? And it means you can write some gags about the news back then and and add them in and that drop the donkey style. It's not just about the plot. You can get some topical gags in, but there'd be nineteen sixties topical gags. Finally, getting some use out of them again. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Recycle those mm. gags. Right, I've this got is a, a lovely a, stuff. I've got a who am I for you? We might find out um, with whom this person uh, shacked up. You never know. <clears throat> <laughs> who am I? Uh, I was born in the Dudley area on the 14th of July in 1946 and was educated at Dudley Girls High School and graduated from Modern Languages from the University of Bristol, where I dropped my Midlands accent in favour of received pronunciation, traitor. Um, I began my professional career as a trainee reporter on the Western Mail and South Wales Echo uh, between 1967 and 1970 
1972 gained prominence as one of the reporter presenters on BBC TV's Nationwide. I then became an anchor of the 9 o'clock news, moved to the newly launched 6 o'clock news in 1984. It was here that four years later I continued to read the news whilst the studio was invaded by <gasps> protesters. Oh. Yep. Oh, there, was your hand up there, Lucy? Sorry, I was totally not even paying attention to the screen. No, your well, only I think Jen and I got it out there. Is it the aforementioned Sue Lawley? It is Sue Lawley. Yeah. Ah! And then it goes on to say she lived with 15 different newsreaders <laughs> in, a, in a love commune. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Very good. Beautiful. God, I, know, I did not know that about Sue Lawley. Well, I think now it's time to bring in our producer, Amanda, who... Any more Sue Lolly facts, Amanda? <laughs> I said a bit of a typo, didn't I, Steve? Because we've had the lovely guys from Desert Island Dicks on a few weeks ago, and I actually wrote, because it, it, the final line of that, Who Am I, is um, presented Desert Island Dicks from 1990 <laughs> to 2007. So, and Steve oh, was like, is that, is that a typo? Is that, I really, I, I, how I wish it wasn't. How I wish it wasn't a typo. And actually... Um, Going back to the sports-related stuff, um, you know, Steve, your hearing is practically allergic to it, but it's very interesting to know that Steve used to present um, a show on a station that literally loves sport. They <laughs> love did. sport so hard. And you, he presented it with the lovely Eric McElroy, and Eric went on holiday for a couple of weeks, and they asked a certain producer um to sit in for eric and i was supposed to sit in for how many shows was it six and it got axed after three so <laughs> <laughs> poor eric it was too much it was too, you, were, you were shut down the the the, the people above yeah. could not handle well, the truth too hot for radio it was, about sport it was actually i think that what really did it for them was the a couple of times the guest was a female as well and it just basically broke the whole station. It is too because much. Yeah, they've done science. There were two yeah. pairs of breasts in the building at the same time. Nobody could quite handle it. No work nothing, got done. Nothing no. got done. So uh, from sport to <laughs> uh, more fun trivia. Now, um, Steve, obviously you're very well known in radio circles, but there's another person of, well, it's just it's the same name, isn't it? Um, yeah. Who also is very well known in radio circles, who I've also spent many years being the producer for and he in turn I'm talking about Steve Allen from LBC and in turn he often gets mixed up for the um, American comedian and broadcaster who died uh, early mm -hmm. 2000s I think so um, I'm going to give you all a question each and it's a fact but which Steve is it oh <laughs> lovely okay <laughs> so nice. Steve Allen <laughs> so Lucy I'm going to start with you mm -hmm. Which Steve? Is it Steve N. Allen or mm -hmm. American comedian and broadcaster Steve Allen mm -hmm. who released an album in 2013 called Steve Does Happiness? Oh, I mean, I love the idea that you've released an album because it's so gorgeous and a little bit, oh, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> Who's happiness? That's what I want to know. It counts. It counts if you get Amanda. Um, I think it is Steve N. Allen who we see before us. I think he released a comedy album. 
Oh yeah. Answer it now. Oh no, that was me. <laughs> I just realised they expected me to. And also, I think I gave it away when you. I said that the American died in the early 2000s. Oh and yes, 2013. It could be posthumous. Um, could have been a greatest, greatest. Test. So for those of you at home Remix. that already got that because of my gaffe, it, yes, it's our very own Steve N. Allen. Yes. Yay! It just shows I never listened to you because I didn't even pick up on that. So. <laughs> Is it available on Spotify? I think it's still available on like somewhere on whatever Amazon is these days. Um, but I also think I don't really get a share of it anymore because the guy organised oh. it. I've not heard from him in ages. So don't bother buying don't it. Bother. Just send don't me three pence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll put how to get in touch on the end of this, a PO box or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jenny, so which Go Steve on. is this? Was it Steve N. Allen? Oh, LBC Radio Steve Allen, who started their career in the United Biscuits factory. United United Biscuits. Is that the same as Nabisco? No, that's the national. Biscuits. Oh, they're rivals. Terrible rivals. United Biscuits. Um... <laughs> that's another um, another sitcom we're going to write about the rivalry between Nabisco and United Biscuits. <laughs> All crumbs. It yeah. will be called. Or, uh... <laughs> <laughs> We've gone crackers. Anyway. Um... Be, yeah, See, if I knew where United Biscuits had had a base, a buttery biscuit I, base... I can actually I tell would... you where the base is and it won't help either, uh, won't help answer <laughs> it. So that, that oh. factory's in, in Nottingham. Oh, Both of yeah. the two Steve Allens you talked about have links to Nottingham. Oh, oh interesting. Um, I'm still going to say it's you. You look like you've seen a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Seen a pack United Biscuits yeah. in a in an Oreo style. It is in fact LBC's Steve Allen ah. who started off. Ah. They used to have um, a radio station in the Biscuit Factory, and that's where he and Dale Winton started their broadcasting wow. careers. Became firm friends, and they were flatmates for um, a good deal of the late seventies. So wow, yeah, that's an um, that's an amazing Biscuit, biscuit radio. radio. It was to keep the it was yeah. to keep the workers entertained. So yeah. It used to be fairly common to have sort of at least a music playing through your public mm. address and you could... Yeah, they're still doing hospitals, obviously, yeah. but they should do that in more workplaces, well, just a private little radio like the network. the Superdrug radio network, which I always yes. very much enjoy. When I'm in Superdrug, I always enjoy listening to that. Because they don't... Last time I was in a Superdrug, they were... Obviously, they pre-recorded stuff, but they hadn't Uh-oh. really thought through when it was being... <laughs> being broadcast broadcast um so the 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 dj started going on about how wonderful little mix's tv show was uh, it hadn't been on tv by then going oh and those poor girls they were sending home this week aren't they lovely to them though because they know how you know they know what they've been through like what am i in a temporary loop <laughs> has that show started going out that's really the, the yeah. thing I love about Superdrug Radio is I don't think they play the actual versions of the songs. Or at least they didn't a few years ago. They play the PRS cheaper <laughs> yeah. ones, which you know the song, but you're like, something's wrong. Yeah. Isn't that alternate universe vibe? Yeah. Like, I woke up and this is all fake. I'm in the Matrix. Yeah. Got that vibe to it. Yeah. So the last which Steve question goes, Steve. Is it me? It's you. Steve. 
So, Steve, which Steve is described as an active member of the scientific scepticism movement? Did I say that right? I'm going to yeah. say it again, edit myself like I knew how to say it. Which Steve is described as an active member of the scientific scepticism movement? I said it wrong again, didn't I? <laughs> Oh, this is tricky. Is it, L- so yeah, know... is it LBC Steve Allen or is it US comedian Steve Allen? Or is uh, it you? Know, it's not me, <laughs> right. but that's exactly what I'd want so, you to Scientific <laughs> scepticism, is that like flat earthers and that? Um, oh, yeah. That's what that are sounds they like. Are of science like, or using like, science to be sceptical? I don't want to say. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's in the magic circle, the LBC one. So. Good fact. Any any group where you're not allowed to tell the secret, there but there are bodies. Um, the that's well, in upset. half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the one group to not upset, isn't it? Because <laughs> like, they will make me disappear. <laughs> I think it would be the American one. Correct. Actually, they're sceptic about uh, religion, organised religion. The pro-science, yeah, ab- absolutely. But I didn't want to say which one was which because it would be really obvious then. Uh, which yeah. ones? But you yeah, got, but you, but you got it right anyway. Well done. You all know you're yeah. Steve Allen's. So, <laughs> well, uh, what a stunning display there from Stephen Allen, who said that he wasn't competitive, but still triumphed, and I think won the quiz there. So, congratulations to you, Steve. Thank you. And look, Ooh. as a non-competitive person, I, I reiterate, it's not about the winning; it's about just doing better than other people manage to do. <laughs> <laughs> What a lovely, gentle philosophy you have. And, um, so uh, what are you up to at the minute? Obviously, we're all going to send you um, a few pence for your comedy album, but uh, how else may we uh, hear you, see you, feel you and touch you? Well, until we're um, declassified and allowed to actually see people again, for some reason, stand-up comedians are being held back more than any other group. Mm-hmm. I don't know what don't know what we did to upset Rishi Sunak, but the money stopped. Massive vectors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I don't... I don't go near people. I don't like people. So I'm safe because all this, like, less than a metre. If you come within a metre of me, I'm, I think you're about to pickpocket me. I'm having none of that, <laughs> even when there's no pandemic. Um, so until the stand-up starts again, uh, not a lot, really. I do an online comedy uh, show with Eric McElroy, who got, uh, maybe you may well know, he's a comedian who knows about American stuff. And I'm the British one, and we talk about the news because no one wants to hear about us. And uh, we do that <laughs> we're live streaming. It, I've I've managed to learn how to do streaming video things because I'm the chemistry nerd within me. It's just got into it, and now we are streaming some quality things. To it's all OBS and NDI and Ooh, bit rates. Lovely. Oh, it's not, <laughs> it's not funny, but by God, it's very. T- and what's that called? Um, that's comedians in quarantine, no, comics in quarantine solving problems. Tuesday and Thursday at nine o'clock, Very nice. all over the internet. Very nice. And and nice. then we spend the rest of the week trying to write jokes for it. Nice. Well, it's giving you something to do as well as growing <laughs> your lovely beard, hasn't it? So that's uh, <laughs> that's brilliant. Well, it's been such an absolute joy talking to you, and uh, let's do it again. Let's do it again sometime. And it's all going to be about chemistry Absolutely. next time. Yes, please. And I'll learn where things are named after because apparently I need to know geography to know about <laughs> Well, you've got, you're going to travel there on the travelogue. Yes. So let's get planning. I know, we'll, in fact, yeah. yeah, we've got to go and write up all these ideas that we have for Steve. So thank you very much to all of you for listening. Thank you very much, Steve, for joining us. And thank you, as always, to producer Amanda and, and to us. You know, well done, Jen. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well done, us for turning up. <laughs> Thank you for, for having getting me. the audio working You're finally. Welcome, it's been wonderful it's been a to pleasure. have you. So we'll see you all next time on 
Fingers on. Fingers on buzz. Oh, I like that one. No, that was a, that was a really bad one to go do out you on. Do that, it again? that was like a sting for the <laughs> middle. Let's do a dramatic okay. ending one. So we'll we? see you all again next time on. Fingers on buzzers! Very dramatic. Fingers on buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.